It is Tuesday, January 28th, 2020. Thanks for joining in. I am back again with another episode for you of King Sports Podcast. And thanks for joining me. This beginning part of this podcast is going to be um, kind of kind of somber, uh, kind of a reflection as, I mean, many people who um, watch sports saw on Sunday uh, Kobe Bryant and his daughter and seven others were killed in an accident, a helicopter accident uh, in California on their way to a travel basketball game for his daughter Gianna. Um, it's very sad, and Kobe was only 41, his daughter 13, um, a very prominent, um, college baseball coach, his wife and daughter were also on there, as well as the pilot, um, so it's very, it's very sad, and over the last couple of days or so since, you know, Sunday, while it happened, I was at work, um, I thought a little bit about it, and, you know, there's been all different talks of about Kobe Bryant on Twitter, on Facebook, in the news, different things. And, you know, I'm just, I, I would read all these things that people say, but I'll give my take. Because um, that's, you know, as I've said many a times before on this podcast, it's what I do. I give, I give my take on it as a sports fan, as someone who watches from the outside. Um, and I think, you know, I'm I'm sad that Kobe Bryant passed away um, so suddenly in the way that he did um, as a as a young person you know I was very young when he came into the league it was 98 so I was probably eight or nine years old maybe seven or eight I think I can't remember I I'm not good with dates but anyhow he came into the league out of the height out of high school and I remember people talking about him and how great he was and it wasn't really until I was in elementary school and junior high and high school I really learned how great um Kobe Bryant as a basketball player was um I mean you know he's had his moments in his career where he you know he's done some things that or a thing I mean I don't know if he's done anything else but he's you know he was accused of you know basically the equivalent of sexual assault on somebody with rape um, he apologized for it. He settled with the person. A lot of people are saying that that makes him a bad person. And, 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 you know, it's just one part of his legacy, but I don't want to focus on that. I mean, Kobe Bryant for me was one reason I watched the NBA. I wasn't the biggest Lakers fan. I, you know, I grew up liking the Sonics, the Trailblazers and watching Kobe play those teams, you know, on TV when they were on, Fox Sports Northwest and whatever that was and on ESPN um those things you know it was always it was always fun whether I liked it or not you know the Lakers winning I always got kind of tired of it it's I kind of re- relate it to the Patriots of now where the Patriots won all these Super Bowls but Kobe and Shaq winning NBA titles and then him winning them a couple more just kind of you know solidified who he was as a player. I never got to play basketball competitively. I played in, you know, 
elementary school with boys and girls club. I didn't, I tried out for the, the basketball team in seventh grade, but I always, you know, when I played the game, I always thought about how Kobe played it and his, it was kind of his way. Um, he always wanted to learn. It always seemed like he would learn something or he'd get really good at something and he'd just go for it. And, you know, he's, he put up 81 points in a game. He put up, you know, multiple 60 point games. He's, you know, he's won MVPs. He's won final and MVP. He he's won, uh, defensive players. And it's just, you know, it's an incredible thing to, um, to see him to see him do those things and to have him gone at such a young age at 41 um for me it feels like i wanted to see what he had planned in his retirement was he going to go into coaching was he you know i know he was coaching his daughter and he was getting finding his love for the game again as many people have said um you know by going to games with his daughter and and all this, but he was always somebody that, regardless if I didn't like him, because I didn't like the Lakers, he was still somebody that you were like, yeah, that's Kobe. We still need to watch him. It was like Michael Jordan. You know, you watched Michael Jordan or people before that. You know, they watched the Lakers. They watched Magic. They watched Kareem. They watched the Jazz. You know, for Jazz fans, it was Stockton and Malone, and it was all these different players. Um, and to lose one, it's such. You know, he was young. He's only 11 years older than I was. And um, it's just, it's a bummer that he's gone. And it's sad in which, the way in which he passed away. Um, But a lot of people have said, you know, he passed away. At least he had somebody with him. His daughter was with him. He he was surrounded by his friends. And that's even, you know, that is even sad as well. You know, an entire, you know, a wife and a husband and a daughter were also killed. Um, And two other people were with them, and they are all gone in in the blink of an eye. Um, So it's it's a somber moment as a sports fan. Um, And we, you know, we can learn a lot from Kobe's game. We will always have his... With this day and age, you know, you've got his his games and his work ethic and his quotes and comments about his Mamba mentality and how nothing, you know, you got to work hard for what you want. Um, and I think that says a lot about Kobe and the way that the NBA has handled this, you know, they canceled the Lakers Clippers game today. A lot of fan uh, players showing tributes to him. Um, I know UConn left a spot on their bench for his daughter they were big fans of UConn, um, so it's just, it's kind of a sad, just a sad day, um, and um, we're going to miss Kobe, you know, whether, I'm going to miss basketball Kobe, um, you know, and Kobe outside of it, he was a big soccer fan too, big supporter of the game, I know he played it when he was a kid, um, and some people will tell you otherwise, that we shouldn't celebrate Kobe because of the negative things that happened in his career and and you know that's that's their choice but I'm going to choose to remember the basketball and the father Kobe um and the soccer lover Kobe and the you know like I said father and it's sad so enough with the sadness we'll always remember Kobe but we're getting into preseason soccer 
Seattle is signing some players. Um, I have to find the guy's name. But they've signed a guy from, I believe, Argentina. He's going to fill some spaces. Um, I need to figure out what his name is because he's got a really crazy name. Uh, and I'm using Sounder at Heart, which is a great um, SB Nation blog. If you're into Sounders soccer, you should listen to it. Or not listen to it. You um, Use it. They also have podcasts out there with Jeremiah Oshan. Um who I would love to meet sometime. Um, But, uh, oh, here it is. Uh, We get him from Union de Santa Fe, uh, Yamar Gomez Andrade. Um, And supposedly we're also linked to a $10 billion move for Santiago Sosa from River Plate. Um, That's a big deal. But if you kind of look at how the Sounders, I mean, we've lost, um, we've lost... Brad Smith, he's moved on. Um, Kim Kihi has moved on. He's um, Roman Torres is now with Inter Miami. Uh, we've lost, you know, Victor Rodriguez has moved on. We've lost some guys, but as it sits now, um, looking at our roster, we've got ex- uh, Xavier Ariaga, who's Ariaga, who's more than likely going to be a starting defender, center back role. Uh, I don't know who Julian Avila. Good is he's from Manitoba. He's a midfielder, so he's unsigned. Uh, Will Bruins still there? Handwala Bawana, he's still there. Uh, Emmanuel Ciccini, he looks like he might be moving on. He's no longer with the team. Uh, Stefan Cleveland, he's our backup goalkeeper, along with Trey Muse. Trey Muse will probably more than likely spend the year at Tacoma Defiance in the USL Championship, but another Stefan on the team nonetheless. Uh, Jordy Delem, he'll be in the midfield, more than likely a starter. Justin Dillon could maybe see some playtime at forward. He's coming off of playing with the Tacoma Defiance. Of course, our man, sweet, sweet Stefan Fry. Uh, he's 33 in goalkeeping. Still keeping it, keeping it real. He's he's the man. We love Stefan. Uh, Jovan Jones will be in the defense in the midfield, so there's some... some Ability to move him around. Kelvin Leardam is a defender. He'll more than likely play out on the right. Um, he more than likely could move to the right, right back position. Uh, now that Brad Smith, I think Brad Smith played right back, or maybe Kevin Leardam played right back. I can't remember, but he'll play one of those roles because I think New Who's going to take more of a left back role. Uh, Danny Levia, Leva, he's 16. He's a midfielder. He's a homegrown player. Um, so we'll see where he ends up. Um, I'd love to see him play this year. He's got a lot of potential. He'll probably more than likely end up in either on the bench or he'll end up at Tacoma. Of course, Nicholas Ladero mid in the midfield. Timo Malich sounds like he he's unsigned, but he might be playing for a different squad this year. I'm not sure. I think we drafted him, um, but he's from Mönchengladbach, Germany. That's pretty cool. And that's where Borussia Mönchengladbach is. Uh, of course, our our homegrown guy, Jordan Morris, uh, 25. He'll more than likely play out on the wing, or he could play forward. Trey Muse, um, Shane O'Neill is a defender. It looks like he's going to be coming in. Could very well be on the bench or even start. Uh, man, I am tired again. I thought I had energy for this. I got my water and everything. Uh, at forward at 17, Alfonso Ocampo-Chavez. I would love to see him play more this year. 
um, in a forward position. That's where he plays, striker. Um, I'd love to see him play. I know he's got a lot of talent, but we'll see. Danny Reynolds, he's unsigned. He's from England, defender, so he'd be good for depth. Of course, Christian Roldan, uh, Raul Ruiz Diaz, Harry Ship, Gustav Fenson, uh, and Nuhu. And then I think there's also... Um, I think Alex Roldan is still on the team as well. Um, but that's kind of the latest roster. I know they're working on picking up possibly another guy from Argentina. I cannot remember exactly what the guy's name. Oh, um, Yao Paulo um, from Bogafogo. Botafogo, yeah, Botafogo. Um, so we'll see there what that happens but we don't we start uh champions league play well not not concacaf champions league but uh or not not uefa champions league concacaf champions league on thursday the 20th in honduras uh, against olympia funny enough that's the name of the capital of washington state if you didn't know uh and they'll play that one and then the next week they'll play the next thursday the 27th um, at 7 p.m. at CenturyLink. So hopefully we get through that. That would be great. I would really, 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 really like us to make a run in the CCL this year. I'd also like us to make a run at the Supporter Shield, but beggars can't be choosers. Another trophy would be great this year. Um, and then regular season starts March 1st uh, against uh, Seattle or against Chicago Fire and their horrible new disgusting logo. It's it's bad. Go look it up. And then we have a second home game the next week after that against Columbus Crew. Um, Saturday, March 14th against away in Houston. Then we go home to Dallas on the 21st. And tentatively at this point, it looks like I will be going to Nashville on Thursday, April 2nd through the 5th to see Nashville SC play Seattle Sounders. I will more than likely be there, barring anything crazy happening. Um, and I will be with the ECS people. Um, my people. I love them. They're great. Um, and then it looks like we've, you know, more games. I think Shannon and I are trying to also going to go to uh, Sporting Kansas City, which is Kansas City, um, and see them play Sporting KC on Saturday, May 23rd. And then I think for my birthday, we're going to go to Minnesota. And again this year and watch them play Minnesota United. It's a four o'clock game. I think last year's was at three or four o'clock. I can't remember. I'd have to look. Um, But it was a good time. We had fun. Um, Hopefully we can do it again. And we end the season with a home game against Nashville City SC. Do we play Cincinnati this year? I don't even think we play Cincinnati. That's really weird. You know, I wish they'd do it where you just do home and away. You do a home game against one team and an away game against another and get away from this conference mumbo-jumbo and just go to promotion and relegation. But beggars can't be choosers. So, but that's basically where we sit there. If we wanted to look at the Premier League, how is Chelsea doing? I think Chelsea is doing well. I think they're in fourth still, if I'm correct. Um... I know they're working on bringing in another striker um, because they Tammy Abraham's out. Yes, we are in third place with 40 points behind Leicester Man City and Liverpool. 
Liverpool, who is still unbeaten, and at the bottom of the table is Norwich, Watford, and AFC Bournemouth. Uh, so we'll kind of see what happens there. In the Premier League, there's still a little, probably about 15 games left because we got to get till May. Um, but we also have Champions League to deal with too, so that'll start kicking in here shortly. What else can I cover? I mean, baseball's starting up soon. I think we have an opening day for the Colonels. Um, I'm going to a Rough Riders game next week. That's hockey. Avalanche are doing well as we go into the All-Star break. Just ended. Um, Cougars basketball is 12-9. and nine. I know they beat some ranked opponents. Gonzaga's still number two in the country. Um, they're 21-1. and one. They're doing great, but like a lot of people will say, they only play teams that are terrible. I get that. I understand it. Um, it's the West Coast Conference, but I don't think Gonzaga will ever move. And there's nothing wrong with that. Let them be in a conference where they enjoy it and schools fit. So we'll see on that part. Um, Idaho's men's basketball, not great. 5-14 and 14 this year. That program used to be somewhat pretty okay and not great anymore. So um, I know Iowa's doing well. Um, so yeah, I mean, overall the teams that I root for in this, this, uh, podcast and that are doing great. Um, what else was I going to talk about? Oh, right. It's that week, that week that, that throwball and football fans, I call them both, uh, love ever so much. And that is the Super Bowl. We just got done with the Pro Bowl. Um, the AFC defeated the NFC 38-33. to uh, The passing leader, of course, was Lamar Jackson. Big whoop-de-doo. Uh, Mark Ingram had 31 yards, and Kenny Galladay had 109 yards. I know Russell Wilson played um, well, and let's take a look, because we haven't talked a lot. We had conference championships last week. It was the Tennessee Titans versus the Chiefs. We're going to talk about... Actually, you know what? I'm going to go back. We're going to go back to the conference championship. It was Tennessee versus Kansas City, which nobody thought the Titans would get there. No way. Um, And Green Bay at San Francisco. And the winners of those games, both home teams, the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers, the Chiefs win 35-24. Pat Mahomes had 294 yards. He ran for a touchdown. Sammy Watkins... 114 yards receiving. I know he had a couple, I think, a touchdown or two. Uh, Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers led with 326 yards. Just couldn't get it done as Raheem Mosert had 220 yards on the ground against the Packers. The Packers gave up that many rushing yards. That's insane. And Devontae Adams, 138 yards receiving. So uh, 138 of those yards that Aaron Rodgers had, or out of those 326, were all from... Devontae Adams, so, um, but now we're here, we're at the Super Bowl weekend, I will have Sunday off, I'm going to be watching it, I think we're going to have friends over to watch the game as well, um, I think, but I'm still going to watch the game regardless, and I'm going to tell you right now, my Super Bowl pick is the Kansas City Chiefs, I'm not straying from that, I will not pick the 49ers, now, some people are going to listen to this. That are my friends, maybe. If you are my friend and you are a 49ers fan and you listen to this, I'm not sorry. Um, But I am sorry. The 49ers have played great. They deserve to be here. But I will not root for them. And people have told me, 
Andrew, you should root for them because they play in your division, and if they win, it's good for your division. I don't care. I don't like the 49ers because they are a division rival. So I'm going to root for Kansas City, and San Francisco has won before. I watched them win when I was a kid with Steve Young, and I watched, I think Steve Young won one, I think when I was young enough, I think Joe Montana won one, I think, I can't remember, Um, but I would like to see somebody else win one, and the 49ers have been here, they couldn't get it done against the Ravens, so if you couldn't get it done against the Ravens, when you had the chance, that's too bad, you didn't get it done, (laughs) but I think there's two sides of me on this game. I think this game is either going to be a shootout or it's going to be a defensive, hard-nosed football game where one where both teams' defenses just come out and um, play tough football. Um, so, you know, I would love to see the shootout, but I would also love to see the tough game. Personally, I think the score is going to be like 35-30 or, you know, even a one-point game, even 35-34. I don't know how that would happen. Um or 28-21, I mean, touchdown game. But I think it's going to either come down to whose defenses get started or which quarterback gets hot first. Um, and I think Patty Mahomes can do that. You know, he he lives for these big games. And so does Jimmy G. Jimmy G's been there. He's gotten two Super Bowls as a backup. But I think he wants to get out of that shadow of being... I was behind Tom Brady. I sat on the bench when Tom Brady was doing all these things. He wants to be the one to win it for himself and say, look, I can do this. This is what the Patriots are missing out on. So we'll see how it goes. I'm going to take the Kansas City Chiefs. I'll probably put money down on this game tomorrow or Friday. I haven't decided. I have to watch the Lions on William Hill, um, the sports betting app in Iowa that I can use. I don't always condone sports betting. It's not legal in all states, so if you can sports bet, that's fine. If you can't, uh, don't get yourself in trouble. But I think it's going to be Kansas City. It could be a very close game, and it's going to be in Miami, so we'll be watching that closely. And I will have a recap probably Monday. Um, I have some things going on Monday, and uh, hopefully I will have an episode then, or we'll do it Tuesday. It'll be a couple days removed. Have some time to breathe and think about the game. Um, so, yeah, and then in free agent news, you know, in NFL, Phillip Rivers is, the Chargers are moving on, uh, where is he gonna end up? A lot of teams, I think, would be happy with him for a year or two, and we're still not sure about Tom Brady. I don't think he's gonna go back to the Patriots, but I've been wrong many a time before. (laughs) I'm actually wrong a lot of the time when it comes to sports things, so, um, but I think that Wherever they end up, it's going to be a big deal. Um, I'd love to see the Seahawks re-sign Jadavion Clowney. I know uh, tight end Austin Hooper is a tight end free agent, and I would love to see Seattle pick him up. I would also really just love to see Seattle um, pick up an offensive lineman in the draft. Um, And I want to see, you know, pick-wise, where... um, where we are let's look at the rounds here it's going to be in vegas this year and according to what i read on twitter they're going to bring the people in on boats that seems a little weird i'm not a big fan of that seattle will pick with the 27th pick this year so do we trade it or do we move back i don't know that's a good question 
I'm I'm intrigued myself to see. Um, but it looks like the Dolphins can reload, like I said in my other episode. I mean, I think they've got three first-round picks. Three or four, I can't remember. Uh, Bengals have one. We know Joe Burrow's probably going there. Um, but first-round picks, and first round right now, you know, Seattle's got 28, so let's hopefully we can get an offensive lineman there. Um, I'd love to see, I mean, who's available out there. I mean, there's a couple of offensive linemen. I mean, the guy from uh, Georgia, Thomas, looks good. He's ranked 10th. Let's see who's ranked 28th on the list. Jacob Eason, a quarterback from Washington, is ranked 28th, but I would not like us to see that happen. Maybe we take Alex Leatherwood from Alabama. Um, if he's there and we can get him, I would love to see them take A.J. Epinesa or another guy from Iowa um, who is good. I can't remember what the other guy's name is. Uh, Tristan Wirfs. He, I think, would be a good pickup for Seattle as well. So we'll kind of see where that goes as we get closer to that. That's not till April. Um, and, of course, we're going to have the Las Vegas Raiders this year. And... Other than that, I mean, sports, you know, baseball season's coming up soon. Um, There's been a lot of fallout from that Astros supposed cheating scandal. Um, But we'll we'll see how all of this turns out. But uh, other than that, I mean, not a lot going on right now. We're kind of going to get into that point where it's going to be kind of a slow point in the NFL seasons. Uh, And in the postseason, soccer is going to kick in MLS and... It's going to be a happy time of year. I got my scarves ready. Um, Well, they're always there. They sit on my bookcase next to the desk. Um, And I'm working on... I I still have that mixer and stuff. I just have to get a couple cables for it. And hopefully we'll have a new and improved show. Trying to get another mic so I can have some people on or do some secondary interviews. So thank you for listening this week. Another uh, about 20-some minute episode. They're kind of short. I just... I, you know, I don't do a lot of planning when I do these and I should, but, um, you know, this is just how I like to roll with this podcast. So check out timespentpoorly.fun, tspn.fun. You can find me on Twitter, um, at King Sports TSPN. Um, check out the Time Spent Poorly show. Um, but yeah, other than that, you know, enjoy some sports this weekend. There's a lot going on in college basketball. We're going to have, like I said, the Super Bowl, of course. A lot of people will watch that. Um, and just hang out with your friends and enjoy the Super Bowl. So thanks for listening. This has been episode 46. I was had to go look up what episode we were on. I lose track of them all the time. Uh, but episode 46, we're getting close to 50. I may call it season one there. Because uh, it's been about a year and a half, or a year and a couple months so far that this podcast has been alive. So thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting it by listening. Uh, you can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, I know that. You can find it on Stitcher, I think. Um, and then you can always find it, like I said, on timespentpoorly.fun. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, we will be hope I will be back next week, whether that's Monday or Tuesday. Just keep an eye on your device wherever you listen. So thanks. Enjoy your weekend and have a good one. Time's